Just give some background without going into graphic detail. He, in 2009, he was convicted of assaulting his uh, partner at the time, uh, singer Rihanna. Um, he was sentenced to five years of probation and six months of community service. Uh, and yeah, he's toured, he's actually toured twice since that happened. And there hasn't been much of an issue, but now it's become an issue. But yeah, what, what, what were kind of your thoughts on this? Has, has your sort of opinion changed on it as time has gone on? Or did you have like a, you know, sort of you know, a feeling as soon as you heard about this and you've kind of stayed the same? Or how, how have you kind of reacted to this, this whole thing? Uh, I think my feelings have changed actually, or at least sort of solidified in a way. I think initially... Initially, I, I had quite a... My initial response was sort of like, okay, great, let's absolutely keep um, people out who are committing these kinds of crimes. You know, it shows that we're tough on domestic violence, that we're having that conversation, that that's, you know, in the media, that it's in sort of government policies, it's, you know, all of those things. So initially I was like, yeah, okay. Um, I then kind of read some more about it and I, I had some uneasy feelings about it as well and I think two of two of the things that I wasn't so sure about was um, the fact that it, it does tend the sort of racism issue it does tend to be um, people of color who have historically been kept out of the country for various reasons um, and also I think the larger issue of um, whether or not it's up to whether or not our government can kind of should have a say on um, people coming in and out of out of the country. So a sort of border force, you know, immigration issue, which has become uh, something that I've looked at more in the last few months and really sort of changed my opinion on the whole thing quite quite a lot. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I think I was kind of the same at first. I, I wasn't so much, oh, this is great. I was kind of like, oh, I guess that's kind of good. And then I was <laughs> like, I read some of the racist stuff you know, about it. And then I was, yeah, I have the fact that, you know, a lot of misogynist white musicians, it's not even an issue of them being let into the country. Mm. Uh, and then I was like, oh, you know, maybe it's, yeah, it does have some problems, but maybe it is still, you know, showing greater concern about, you know, violence against women. And, and yeah, now I've kind of completely gone the other way and that uh, I'm not, <laughs> yeah. not that keen on this campaign at all and and actually get up were one of the ones uh, for those who aren't familiar they're a uh, sort of a progressive uh, sort of organization I guess sort of a fairly moderate uh, progressive kind of organization in Australia and yeah they were supporting him not being let in um, and they've actually changed that they said we we now understand the campaign supported a racist narrative that sees men of color unfairly targeted and stereotyped as more violent than their white counterparts um, and yeah they're saying that Australia has a history of arbitrary executive decisions and disproportionate exclusion of non-white people at its borders and upon reflection our approach contributes to this and they've actually apologized for their campaign um, because it played into a harmful racist narrative so I thought that was quite good of get up because often the you know when someone gets called out for these kind of campaigns they kind of almost dig in their heels even harder so I thought it was kind of good that get up were actually you know willing to accept yeah we made a mistake and now we're stopping that campaign so I thought I I actually, yeah, I definitely have had criticisms of Get Up in the in the past, but I thought they did react quite well to that. Yeah, no, I agree, and I know that I know some of the people sort of involved in that uh, campaign to get them to change their mind, I suppose. And I was really impressed that they they at least listened to those people and 
indeed end up changing their mind. I think it's, you know, it's a nice precedent to set because you don't see that very often, as you say. Yeah, exactly. When you've kind of invested yourself and, and like, yeah, spent mm. time in, you know, something you think you're doing something well and also kind of putting your name out there, like we're supporting this campaign, then, yeah, it can mm. be difficult to go, well, yeah, we were being racist. That's, uh, yeah, quite tough to do. And um, it was good to see that. But, yeah, into, I'm definitely, yeah, very, yeah, troubled by this sort of uh, racist element to the campaign. But in terms of Chris Brown, um, he has actually... Yeah, pledged to raise awareness of domestic violence in Australia if authorities allowed him in. And um, while this kind of sounds good and, and while I'm critical of this campaign, I do kind of find this a little bit late, as in that he's kind of doing this after Australia saying we won't let you in or we might not let you in. Um, yeah. He said yeah, I'm not the pink elephant in the room anymore. I don't know what that means. A lot of articles had fun with that. They're like, yeah, he's the pink elephant. There's an elephant in the room. He's the elephant. Why is he pink? I I, I don't know. But um, yeah, um, yeah, he's saying that the youth don't listen to parents, nor do they listen to PSAs. The power that we have as entertainers can change lives. So yeah, do you have any sort of feeling that this could be positive? Like if Chris Brown, if he is allowed in, that this could be positive in terms of addressing violence against women? Uh, I do have an opinion on that. I, don't, I, I find it pretty absurd, really. I, I haven't seen... I mean, perhaps it would be different if he had spent, say, the last five years, like, tirelessly campaigning against domestic violence. Mm -hmm. um, and perhaps it would be different if there was a sort of marked difference in his, um, you know, lyrics, in his songs, in his behaviour since. But... I haven't seen anything to indicate that he understands uh, what he did wrong, even. You know, I mean, some of his songs now are still horrifically misogynistic and violent in their, um, in their language. And I just, yeah, I think it's pretty absurd that he would kind of throw that out there, like, oh, of course, you know, I'm going to campaign against domestic violence i promise i like i'm intrigued as to what that would look like mm -hmm. um but yeah i i don't think that that will help at all given he doesn't seem to understand what domestic violence is i think you know in terms of um what misogyny is and what that looks like and and his behavior and yeah i just i find it pretty ridiculous yeah, I, I just wanted to yeah get your thoughts on on this idea of like as people who are kind of critical on restrictions to borders and restrictions to travel, like again with Brown, there's the racist issue as well, which complicates things. But even in general, like with uh, Julian Blunk, for example, who's the mm. sexist pickup artist, horrible person. Um, yeah. yeah, I did see some critiques of that campaign as well, in that you can't. Um, I saw something on Twitter, something like you can't advocate for open borders while also supporting you know Julian Blunk's sort of freedom of movement or whatever and yeah how do you respond to that do you think that in terms of like feminist campaigns against you know, violence or, or sexism generally do you think that you know, should include or, or could include you know supporting government calls to not let certain figures in the country um i so this is i guess something i've thought a lot about recently because of all of this and probably not necessarily changed my mind but kind of really decided how i feel about it because i I don't think that, um, I think that it is, I think, you know, that sort of border policing ties into 
um, it being a feminist issue as well. So like you were saying, you know, maybe you can't argue um, for sort of freedom of movement because that's, that's not a feminist issue as, as such. But I think that all of that really ties into um, feminism and, and it ties into our ideas around, um, you know, if we're looking at, say, uh, asylum seekers and, you know, our decisions to to stop people um, from entering the country for all sorts of reasons. But, you know, there's a lot of issues around asylum seekers that are, um, you know, feminist issues as well. So I don't necessarily think that, like, it's a, it's not a feminist issue in terms of the border, border policing. Um, so basically, I am really concerned with giving so much power to um, Border Patrol and the Department of immigration um, because I think that they are keeping really vulnerable people out of the country um, and deciding when, in terms of like asylum seekers, um, and yet it's quite hypocritical when they've decided to just choose, you know, a couple of individuals that they want to keep out on the basis of like violence against women. Um, but, you know, it's a government that is actually committing, I think, violence against vulnerable people. Um, and, you know, I have a, yeah, a huge problem with that, of using that sort of same mechanism um, to say, look, we're fighting against violence against women, but also at the same time, uh, you know, keeping vulnerable people out. So, you know, I think that's a complex issue, but those are, you know, some of my issues with that.